bet you wonder where I've been. Something, 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 something within. But I just came to let you know. Gotta think for you when I can't let you. What's up, y'all? It's Friday. Boom, boom. And I'm off next week. Can you tell? Can you tell? Your girl has been working hard. I've been wanting a week off for a while. It's a staycation. But I plan to try to make the most of it. I'll try to chit-chat with y'all while I'm off. But, you know, it might be more coherent. It might be more fun. It might be... And it might not even get done. Because I always say that I'm going to do it when I'm on vacation. And I don't. Uh, But I need to talk off. Because my life has been busy. And... You know what I'm saying? Like, the roads we take in life, you know, it's interesting, to say the least. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just been off. I made some, you can tell I'm off because I, like, baked for the first time in a long time. I baked some banana bread. I had four ripe bananas, and I was like, every, you know how every time you have some bananas and you be like, I'm going to bake something with those? Well, I did it. And I baked in my new house, so that was cool. I made mess, that was cool too. Um, but yeah, I baked some banana bread and I made some banana pudding. I've been like craving bananas really bad. Um, I wouldn't really call my banana pudding banana pudding because I didn't put bananas in it because I don't like the squishy bananas, if that makes sense. But my son has some, he said it was good, so he's a pretty good judge of character. And his plate was clean, so, okay. Okay, I did something there. I'll probably go home and have some for breakfast. I was, like, craving um, sweets so bad this morning. And I was like, I'm not going to DoorDash sweets. Even though I get on there and look at it and I'll be like, but I know, like, for me, especially with breakfast and stuff, I have to have it fresh and on a plate. And I'm trying to get better with DoorDashing, y'all, for real. Like, I'm next week, I'm going to try to not DoorDash. Because DoorDash is just too convenient. And it, it makes me mad. And I don't DoorDash on the weekends. Which, it should be the other way around. I should not be DoorDashing during the week. And door, I should be DoorDashing, period. But that's how much they mess with my life. So, that's why I know I'm about to make a change. Make that change in my Michael Jackson voice. So, Trump's mugshot was released today. Um, they all have these, like, ring lights or whatever that they took when they did these bug shots. Um, the debates were interesting. The only one that seemed serious up there was DeSantis. Everybody else kind of seemed like they were kind of on some kind of reality show. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't impressed with none of them, honestly. Uh... And it was bad because they all kind of made Trump look good, in my opinion. But it, I'm biased. I don't like none of them. And I mean, at least you know what you get with Trump. I don't know. I, I'm just calling anything about the economy right now, honestly. And as horrible about Tr- as Trump is, I mean, I feel like he he helps the economy. I know that's terrible. But all of them are terrible. All of them 
a racist all of them are everything like the politicians have stooped so low it's just disgusting and it's like we've been in this chokehold for what almost 12 years of going through this with these politicians man and trump we can't get rid of them we really can't um a missing arizona woman who was allegedly kidnapped by a man posing as an uber driver has been rescued after passing a note to a customer at a gas station begging for help wow that's crazy how she slip up with that uber driver I don't know if she didn't check the car or something. Check the car and the license plate, my friends. Let's see. At least 75 local law enforcement officers are being placed on leave in Pittsburgh following an hours on standoff with a man who shot a sheriff's deputy when they had to serve an eviction notice. I, I mean, I'm sure they're just on leave because of protocol, but... Ain't, ain't nothing gonna happen to them. After an entire police department in Minnesota put in their resignations earlier this month, the city approved a contract with the county sheriffs just hours before it was to be left with no law enforcement. They getting their contract signed. Kim Cottrell has returned to to Sex in the City. She won't be shooting scenes with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I think that's her name. But I try to watch that show. It's trash. I don't like it. I try. They're trying to be like so woke. And it just lost the flair of everything that it should be doing. It's not. It's not good at all. Let's see what else we got here. Everybody's still fighting the heat wave. Today was like really hot here. Very hot. And I went to the gym with my son because he loves going to the gym. I'd so much rather work out at home, but he's a little. I go to the gym to spend my mother son time with him, but uh, yeah. It was hot. And not in a good way. Let's see what else we got here. We got Jamaica. Jamaica something. Let's see what we got. Lakers is going to reveal a statue of Kobe Bryant next year. Other than that, the news is kind of like recycled. Lots of just Trump talk. Kim Zolzi ex-husband's refiling for divorce. I don't know how y'all could be married to reality stars, honestly, and think you're going to live a regular life. Like, 
nothing's regular about that and nothing's regular maybe when he was younger it was probably appealing but he got all them kids now he probably over it all right let's get into reddit What did the person you were interested in do that completely made you lose interest? Probably asking me for something. I have this rule that like if we're talking and you ask me for something big, like meaning lending me some money or something within like the first 90 days of us talking, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying like, you know, I forgot my lunch. Can you bring me lunch? I'm talking about like if you ask me for a loan or your car or something like that, you're not the person for me, brother. Long time ago, I started seeing a very rich person sent a photo of dinner I had ordered on a completely average restaurant on a completely average neighborhood. Got a reply saying, if you ever took me out to eat here, I would never see you again. Well, you said they were completely rich. Told me I was okay, safe bet, and they knew I wasn't going anywhere, so they wanted to play the field as much as possible to see if they could do better before settling on me. Somebody said litter. People hate litter bugs. Tell me about his gambling problem. Every time she texted me, I didn't respond. Within five minutes, she was sending a question mark. <laughs> that is stupid. She slapped me in the face once in public, and I have zero tolerance for that outside of the bedroom. Hmm. <laughs> she took that with humor. Some girl on the first day asked him for $300. Yeah. It's really like anything can turn you off. Hygiene, too. Bad hygiene. Let's see. What is the worst lie you caught your parents telling? Mm, Mine's would all be traumatic. But probably they weren't fighting when they were. Um, The 2000 I earned at my summer job would be safe. Mom spent it. Whoa. That my mother was schizophrenic. I was 15 and knew she had been battling depression for years. Schizophrenia runs in our family. And as an angsty teenager, it was very easy for me to believe that she was crazy. She was completely convinced that my father had a secret second family. She was diagnosed and medicated for years. He did have a second family. See, she was right. Shoot. A lot of men make women think they crazy and they don't be crazy. I seen somebody post that the other day, like this doctor, that a lot of her patients have been made to feel crazy by their partners, and in fact, they really wasn't. But when you have so many people, some a person that plays a lot of emotional manipulation with you, yeah. One night, I went downstairs to ask my mother something. My dad was a light sleeper, and I would get really pissed off if anybody woke him up. So I whispered, Mom, Mom. All of a sudden, my dad sat up and yelled at me to get lost. They told me I should never sneak up on them because they had a gun, and my dad thought I was an intruder and almost shot me. This scared the crap out of me. Sometimes when I tried to get to sleep, I remember how my dad almost shot me for years, even after I moved out decades decades later. I mentioned to my mom. She started laughing and told me they were having sex. There was no gun. (laughs) You really 
trauma you were traumatized over that for all them years found out when I was 25 I have a sister a one year one year older than me that they gave up for adoption I'm 37 and been searching for her for past 10 years that's wild them stories like that because I feel like why wouldn't your parents try to find them I feel like but I don't know What made you marriage material? What have you done to make your relationship last? Marriage material is being like, it's like, it's really like being a Siamese twin. And if you're ready to be a Siamese twin, then you're marriage material. That means that everything you do, you have to be thinking of the other person. Every decision you make, everything, because that is what marriage is, being a Siamese twin. And if you got that, you're ready. Let's see what y'all saying. It took maturity, being ready to love someone else and share your life with them. Prioritizing communication and empathy, being supportive, honest, and not playing games. Making time for each other. Even romance and sex is priorities. All things that make my relationship last. Been with my partner for 19 years and we're still blissfully happy today. It's my soulmate and best friend. I couldn't imagine being with anyone else. We share 90% of the same likes, tastes, hobbies, and this is a great deal. We love to spend time together. There you go. I'm fully myself and I like myself. They will get free health care. <laughs> it is quiet to hike. Free health care does work. I'm not marriage material because I don't particularly want to be married. My partner and I both together mutually work to make sure we last communication is the most important single factor I think well some people don't want to get married they just be hanging out with somebody but you do need some health benefits brother or sister um have you ever had a partner with a weird fetish how did you feel about it um I've not had a partner with a weird fetish Cause that would probably freak me out. But I guess this dude's fetish is whatever. But here it is. She said, My boyfriend's in the fetishes, which started out as anal and then wimping and spanking. Now he's sticking his fingers down my throat until I gag and almost throw up. He gets off on this thanks to porn lol and his goal is to gag me and so i puke even if i'm choking on my own vomit he says that if i ever pass out he'll make sure to bring me back it's getting to be too much honestly have you guys ever dealt with anything like this hell no girl <laughs> girl somebody said i had a similar situation in the past i was a teenager not very experienced relationships it made me extremely uncomfortable i put up with it for unfortunately a long time because i thought that's just how things are that people express this let me tell you people are not doing this in regular relationships all you people that think this is normal it's not and i'm and i don't know what brain like i don't know if you've only known porn to be sex because it's not normal somebody said girl why are you making yourself miserable for some man's sexual presence life is short we are not toys made for their pleasure i know that's right 
I just saw a statistic, no reference, stating 30% of women have tried to urinate standing. Have you? And what's the result? It's not healthy for us to urinate standing, first of all. It's not good for you. But I, with that being said, I am a urinating, a squatter urinator in public restrooms. So I have navigated that. Somebody said I did, was trying to aim off the side of a boat while absolutely plastered. And yep, not a good combo. Somebody said I pee in the shower all the time. I've perfected a perfectly steady stream. Y'all just be nasty. Y'all know peeing standing up for women is not good for us, right? Just FYI. Let's see. Man of ready, what's Reddit? What's your reason for I'm not ready for a relationship? For me, it was a bad breakup, left me in, I'm not ready for a relationship. Somebody said it's with you. This is the person that you're not ready for a relationship with. I'm not ready to share my burdens with someone and waste someone's time out of respect. I know that's right. Everybody should think about that. If you have like a burdenous life, keep it to yourself, bro. Don't expect somebody to come in and help you out with your problems. Create new problems together. But I feel like if you had something burdening you before you got a relationship, leave that to you you, and leave normal. Like it, you're going to have problems. That's, that's, that's fact. But don't get into a relationship and expect your freaking people to, like, save you. So this dude here, and and it's kind of smart. Like, so here's our story times. This dude, this is terrible, but I don't know. I might try this one time, but you, it's dangerous. You could get shot. So he is demonstrating how to get your food fast if you are in a drive-thru and it's a long line. So here we go. I'm gonna tell y'all a little trick y'all can do, you feel me? The line long. So if the line long, shit, you ain't gonna get what you want, but you gonna get something, you feel me? So we gonna go all the way to the front. You know what I'm saying? While they still taking they, I'm gonna let them take their order, you feel me? All right, you don't order, all right, bitch. So I'm about to hop in, like, party like right here. So she, we gonna see what they order, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna just get the food. 854. Hey, you add a burger on them? I can't do add on that window. You can't? That line long as hell. Just one burger. I forgot what I ordered. Huh? What I had ordered? Oh yeah, that's cool. Shit, ain't spend that money though. Eight dollars, good. Oh. Damn, he behind you. That lady looking like damn. Appreciate it. Oh. What is it? Yeah, that's my fault. You got a straw? I guess honey mustard. 
I know you motherfuckers like book, man. Look at that line. Let me see. I take your food, bitch. Appreciate you. I just told y'all a little trick. Y'all young people crazy for that, but shoot, I don't know, man. When I'm running late for work and I haven't ate, that might be something to think about. I mean, unless somebody could have ordered something really trashy. Maybe you should like watch from the cut and see what the person ordered and then zoom up behind the car in front of the car that you want. This is like the most American rude thing to do, but I don't know. I don't know. It might go on my fucking list. Don't hate me. Because sometimes some lines be long and then he didn't mess up the whole algorithm of the whole drive through man. Like you got to know if the line's that long, they're messing up everybody's order anyway. So I don't know. YOLO, YOLO. 25-year-old Vanessa Sky Ellis spends every day on the hunt for celebrities. Are you from One Direction? No. No? And over the past seven years, she's managed to grab over 10,000 autographs and pictures with famous people. I'll go after whoever, whenever. That's Mario Cantone. Can I get an autograph, sir, please? Celebrity spotting is the most important thing to me. It's more important than having a boyfriend, than going to work, than doing anything. Can I get a quick photo with? Thank you. Bye-bye. Vanessa works nights as a bartender, so she can spend her days running around the city, tracking down celebrities. Maybe I only sleep like two hours of sleep, because then in the morning I have to wake up and go right back out again and do celebrity spottings. But getting to actually meet someone famous isn't always as easy as it looks. I was wondering, is there any way I can get in? Um, Come backstage. I really just want to get the photo with. It's a simple no. There's no stuff between the N and the R. Vanessa dedicates nearly eight hours a day to hunting down stars. Her apartment walls are plastered with just a small portion of the 10,000 photos she's taken over the years. This whole entire box is full of a whole bunch of photos of celebrities, and I have about 20, 30 different boxes. I have thousands of photos. I have thousands of autographs. They're just everywhere. And she doesn't favor one star over another. A photo with political figure Al Sharpton is just as treasured as a photo with Hollywood superstar Angelina Jolie. A snapshot with Pat Sajak is just as good as meeting the Jersey Shore's Pauly D. To me, there's no such thing as a celebrity being an A-lister or a B-lister or a C-lister. They're all celebrities. Luke Perry, Green Day, Meatloaf, Alan Cumming, Zac Efron, Donny Osmond. Me getting another photo with somebody that's me achieving. That makes me feel good. Jason Tam. Jason Tam. Jason Tam. Jason Tam. I'm just like, I spend my days working, doing all kind of chores, cleaning, laundry, and this lady's running around all day hunting celebrities and a bartender at night like the way some of y'all brains is wired is wild but she might say the same thing you you sit at a desk for eight hours a day and you don't go out and like live your dreams interesting i find it interesting how different people's priorities are it's so funny so if you die in a home that's locked with animals those animals will eat you really fast especially a cat 
Dogs will hold out until they have nothing left to eat, but a cat will remove your head in 24 hours. I'm talking literally hair on the floor, no head, nibbling into their chest. It, Even cats that were loved by their owners, or is it just cats? No, that... they're absolutely feeding on you. I don't care how much you love that cat and that cat loved you, he's going to eat you. And, you know, sometimes we get to cases where there's, uh, you can tell that the cat or dog had been nibbling. You know, it might be on the face or the cheek or so, uh, the toes. But then sometimes it's unbelievable. One of my first cases, I just never, never imagined that they could do that much damage. You know, smaller dogs. Now, a lab, a lab won't. The labs, for some reason, don't eat their owners, you know, unless they're locked in for months. I guess they would. But I find it more weenie dogs, small dogs, and cats. Cats, cats don't, they don't wait. You know, it's like a coon ass around a barbecue pit. A Cajun, I should say, yeah. around a barbecue pit. They smell that, that odor, and they start nibbling so yeah yeah, yeah. people start snatching early they want to appetize next bro. time you're petting your cat yeah. just know that when you die <laughs> he's gonna eat you he's gonna pet you back with his teeth absolutely that's why i don't trust cats and my dog i don't feel like she'll eat me but she'll definitely eat my husband because she likes to play by him so his days are no more um my name is demetria and I'm here to tell my story. I was in a relationship with a guy that I've known since I was in high school, and we went to homecoming together, and he got incarcerated when he was a little bit younger, around his 19th to 20th year. I decided to continue our relationship while he was incarcerated, and within the time that he was incarcerated, uh, the last five years, we stayed together. By the time he came home in 2020 of December, I decided that we would not be inseparable since. I choose to make sure that he stayed to feel like he was the man in the relationship, regardless of what I did for him or what we did for each other. It wasn't until I started to notice patterns of jealousy, um, self uh, I, I don't even know the word to say, but he was very scarce around me and around other people. Almost like he was not ready for me to deal with anyone else or just to speak to anyone else. This day came when um, we decided to go out to eat and it was a great day. I just thought it was a great day, at least in myself. He got into it with one of his managers at his job, and they told him to go home. So I said, this would be the great start for us to have something to do. We went to Walrus down at the wharf. He proceeded to come home. We got in a slight disagreement, and unfortunately, he got mad. By the time I got home, I said I was going to walk my dog, and that's what I decided to do. By the time I walked my dog and went in the cut, he met me there. With the perception of him just going to walk with me and talk with me, it turned into something deadly. He turned around and he said, my queen, is this where I'm leaving you at? Is this what it's going to be? I mean, being nonchalant and very passive with a lot of things, I was like, I don't care. Do what you want to do. It's not my problem. Like, whatever. Uh, he got mad and he clicked his gun, the loudest click I would never forget. Unfortunately, I relived that moment every day of my life. Um, and he 
shot me in my back. I turned around just to make sure I was really looking at him shooting me. Um, he proceeded to shoot, and I proceeded to guard myself. And a mess of me guarding myself on the ground in the back of my neighborhood, I saw that he walked away. He proceeded to come over me and think that I had keys on me, and then he went and stole someone's car. He got arrested. I had enough strength to stand up and scream. proceedings I decided I jumped up and I said where's my son my son is my dog who also got shot um thankfully the ambulance arrived in a reasonable time and I went to the hospital where I had to go through a blood transfusion from the amount of blood that was lost I have a gunshot wound right here on the side of my rib where I got hit and it hit my lung, so I had to have a tube in my lung for almost about a week and a half. I also have a shattered thumb, torn ligaments in my finger. He shot my pointer, and he shot my wrist. I have three shots in my chest, five shots in my back, two in my lower back, one in my head, one in my shoulder. I have two bullets still stuck in me. I got a shot in my kneecap. Um... And I have a few shots just everywhere. Total shots in my body is 30. I just want to put awareness out to anyone that's in a relationship with someone who is suffering with something that you might not know. Try to talk to them or get away. I never knew the signs and the signs that I did see, I ignored them. Don't ignore them. All I could think is if I was in bed, I would be dead. So anyone who is suffering with any type of relationship abuse, I ask you, free yourself. It's nothing to want to fight against or fight for. Your life is worth everything. And no matter what you think you may feel, your family is going to feel it too. Me and my progress of healing, I mentally go through reliving my moment every night. I get three hours of sleep max. And I gas for air at four o'clock almost every morning. Choking up blood, trying to figure out why is it him who did this to me? process of me trying to stay strong I have family to keep me strong but what I do want to say is your family can only do so much when you're in your relationship find the signs look for the signs and run get away it's not for you God has other plans and he definitely had other plans for me I just ask that you guys man or female 
if you're suffering, you're not suffering alone. We can come together as one. If you need some help, talk to somebody. Talk to the one person that you trust and find a way out. Because the mental part is the struggle that you're going to go through every day. Amen to that. Like, when people are struggling mentally, it's not enough love in the world. And that could be with addiction, that could be with anything, like some things that we think we could fix, you know, to me in that case, I felt like he wanted to escape and really go off into the abyss of who he was, whoever those demons he was battling. And she was the only thing that was keeping him, I felt like stuck. And so he had to get rid of her. But dang, bro, you had to take out the dog. Not to be light of this, but no, if you are in this kind of situations, get out because it's really no amount of love that can deliver people from, from that kind of stuff. Let's see. He's pregnant. Popped. The masculine version of pregnant. We're having a baby. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so cool. Miles and I are a trans family. I identify as a trans woman, and Miles identifies as a trans man. I was, can I have those juice? In some sense, it upsets me that I can't physically carry a child, but my husband can. I think Miles is handsome in, in this state, and he's, he's glowing, and... It's a very masculine glow, though. It's a very masculine glow. (laughs) Good morning, love. I'm starving. Are you starving? Yeah. And you know what my go-to is? You want that soul food. I need my soul food. (laughs) I need some macaroni and cheese. I need some yams. I need some cornbread. It's what the baby wants. It's not me. It's the baby. Miles and I have literally switched. I think we should have some eggs. Let's have um, some toast. I'm pregnant. Order the food. I Thank think, you. I Thank you. Normally, I'm the diva of the relationship, and Miles caters to my every whim. So I'm glad to play vice versa. Oh, here. I was gonna this entire nine months. The second we found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I'm about to live this up. I when know. are we gonna have the conversation with our kid about us being trans? <laughs> no, from the time that she's born, we're gonna expose her to diversity and let her know that families come in all shapes and sizes. So by the time that she can understand that her parents are trans, it's something that she can be be proud of. I knew very early on that I was different. I was my parents' beautiful little girl, but I had an older brother and I felt like I was just like him, but I knew that my body looked a lot different from from his body and I didn't understand that. I actually came out in 1986 when I was five years old and I didn't even come out as trans because that wasn't even a part of me or my family's vocabulary. I just told my parents I felt more comfortable dressing masculine and even being referred to in uh, masculine pronouns. Instantly, they started like reading books on what was going on with this, and they just loved and nurtured me through the whole thing. In my 20s, 
I did start taking testosterone to be able to grow facial hair. But the things that it did to me psychologically, I mean, it just everything. So looks wise, they are definitely appear to be a woman and a man, but the man is pregnant. Here it is, folks, whether we're ready for this or not, a new generation is upon us where, you know, we're going to have to be accepting of diverse. Diversity has changed, folks, if you aren't aware of that. And there is a new generation of people and children that is coming that it's going to be it's going to be different out here, um, whether we like it or not. You know what I'm saying? Um, you I mean, tolerance is going to have to be a thing. Um, my philosophy always is like peace amongst the men. You know what I'm saying? Like raise your families the way you want to just, you know. Let's just live peacefully because whether we like this or not, it's upon us. It is upon us. It is on every TV show. It is on everything. And things are just different. And I mean, I am not at that old person stage where I'm like, I refuse to accept. There's really no not accepting it, really. It's just, it's, it's out here now. They out here, bruh. So babies are being born. Things are happening. People are, you know just cling to what you know and just you know pray over your family yourself and just you know if these people are happy let them live their life bro that's all I can say to that because the more I see this the more I know that it is not changing there's nothing there's no policies that are going to be implemented like we'll see what this next election brings but I highly doubt it and is like I I got too much other stuff going on in my real life to even care about this stuff but it is an interesting twist and this new generation I can only imagine what these people are going to be these kids is going to be different it's going to be interesting when I'm watching from the old folks home I'm going to be like wow I knew it was going to be like this but not like that Hey guys, wanted to jump on here right quick to tell you about this banking scam that somebody tried to pull on me. Um, I think it's important that we share this information with as many people as possible so it can protect folks, especially our parents, grandparents, uh, anybody who might be vulnerable. So about a week ago, I get a call on my cell phone. The caller ID says Chase Banking Services. So I figured it was probably fraudulent, but I picked it up anyway just to see what they were talking about. So I said, hello. Uh, the guy says, um, hi, looking for Sean Robinson. I said, speaking. He said, oh, this is Michael from Chase Fraud Prevention. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. He said, okay, uh, the reason for my call is uh, we have detected some uh, possible fraudulent activity on your debit card. Do you have your debit card in your possession? I said, yes, I do. He says, okay, well, there's some charges coming out of Michigan, my home state, and we want to see if you have uh, approved these charges. Um, so we got a charge for $34.99 at Imperium Beauty Supply. Did you approve that? I said, no, nope, I didn't. So says, okay, uh, we got also another charge for $136.00. 39 cents from Rite Aid. Did you approve that? I said, no, didn't approve that. 
he said, okay, I have a $279 charge from Goodyear Tire. Did you approve that? Nope, didn't approve that. Okay, that's all right. You won't be responsible for any of these charges at all. Uh, we're going to put a new debit card in the mail to you. Um, we will send it to this mailing address. It was my mailing address, okay? And you'll, you'll get this new card in two to three business days. Uh, I'm going to put an alert on your account um, so that uh, you will we'll keep an eye out for any other activity that might be fraudulent. Um, in the meantime, um, can you just, I need to confirm one other thing before I send this debit card out. Um, can, do you have access to a computer? Um, can you tell me how much money, uh, what, what is the total balance of your checking account? I go, and I just make up a number. He's okay, okay, yes, okay, yes. That's what, that's what I have on my end. So we'll send this card out uh, in uh, uh, two, three business days. But, oh, goodness, it's, it's after banking hours, so uh, we're going to call you back tomorrow. Okay, fine. When the guy hangs up, I check the, the telephone number that he was calling from. It was the same number that is found online for Chase Bank, one of the numbers associated with Chase Bank. That's what the caller ID said. Now, whether they were able to manipulate that number, um, they certainly manipulated the caller ID. But the story's not over, okay? I go into the bank, uh, talk to my banker. Uh, nothing wrong with my account. No charges to Rite Aid, Emporium Beauty, Goodyear, nothing on the account at all. My banker said this is a scam, and, uh, you know, they've been seeing a lot of this. Okay, now here's part two. They call back the next day, okay? Then I was on the phone. I was already on the phone, so I couldn't answer. So they hang up. Don't leave a message. Call back the following day, okay? Different guy. Um, caller ID, Chase Business Services. I think I'm saying, hello? Uh, hello, Ms. Victor, Sean Robinson speaking. And hi, Ms. Robinson, this is Robert from Chase Fraud Prevention. How you doing? Oh, doing fine. He said, oh, we've detected some illegal activity on your online banking. First, it was a debit card. Now they've detected some online banking. Okay. He said, we want to check some charges. I said, wait a minute. I said, but the guy said he was going to send me a new debit card yesterday. He's like, oh, yes, I see that in your account. I see the debit card is being shipped to you. I see that on your profile, and they're going to ship that to you. But this is your online account, okay? He said, okay, we've got one charge for $526 at Goodyear Tire. I said, nope, didn't approve that. Okay, we've got a $750 charge at uh, CVS. I don't remember what the store he said. I said, uh, nope, didn't make that. Okay, and we've got a $1,000 charge at um, this particular vendor. Not sure what it was, Target or whatever. I said, uh, nope, didn't authorize that. He's okay, ma'am, don't worry. You won't be responsible for any of these charges. What I need to do right now, um, since this has been an issue with your account, I need to get my supervisor on the line. Um, and what we're going to do, here we go. We're going to send you a code to your phone. Okay. He said, 
Do not say the code out loud. Do not say the code out loud. He stressed that three times. He said, just reply to the text. Then you could tell he put himself on mute, okay? He comes to, well, first he says, he says, okay, here we go. We're going to send the code now. He puts himself on mute. Comes back. He said, did you get it? I said, nope, didn't get it. Oh, okay, well, we're going to have my supervisor send it again, okay? Did you get it? I said, nope, didn't get it. He said, but do not, when it comes, do not say the numbers. Do not say the numbers out loud, okay? Then a code comes to my phone, okay? He says, did you get it? I don't say anything. He said, did you get the code? Don't say anything. He said, ma'am, are you still there? I said, yeah, you told me not to say anything. He said, no, I told you, do not say the code out loud. Just reply back to the text that was sent you that has the code. Just reply back to the text. I said, oh, okay. I said, um, what's your name again? He says, Robert. I said, Robert, are your parents proud of the fact that you grew up to be someone who scams people out of their money? I said, I've been to the bank. What do you think, I'm stupid? I said, nothing's wrong with my account. They checked it. So stop calling me with these silly messages talking about my account and get a real job. Hangs up the phone. He hangs up the phone, okay? Now, what happens is if you sit, they're trying to get into your account. If you send them the code, if you reply to the code, they've got the code that the bank has sent to you, okay? Then they can get into your account and wipe you clean. It happens every single day. So it's important that we tell people, do not, if somebody calls you saying they're from the bank and they're sending you a code, do not give them the code. Do not give them the code. Do not give them the code, period, end of story. If there is a question about your, your account, you hang up and you call the bank yourself. Do not give them the code. Okay. Now, my banker said this happens all the time and people have lost all of their money. And this is information we need to share, like I said, with my our parents, our grandparents, just anybody, because they are they're getting better and better. He had my name, he had my mailing address, he had my telephone number. Okay, and that stuff is, uh, you know, folks get that stuff wherever. So, and to Robert, Robert, um, shame on you. The people that you are scamming, that you're ripping off, are probably people just like your parents who tried to work hard every day of their life and try to save some money. And here it is, you haven't thought to do anything else with your life but scamming people and stealing from them. Shame on you. Get a real job. Okay, here we go. That's crazy. I mean, you you know, the banks try to have the, oh, my voice is my password or all these things they try to do to protect people. Like, but these people just keep trying more and more with these scams. I don't really know. 
I really don't know. And I mean, somebody said it the other day, like when you use your face for your to open your phone, they can just put the phone up to your face and knock you out. Like you got your fingerprint. That don't if somebody robbing you, they can make you put your fingerprint on there. I guess the 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 only thing that things that I feel like work is like maybe a code on your phone and within your bank only codes you know but I don't know man stay woke on these scammers I think anything that smells fishy I feel like if my bank calls me your bank shouldn't be calling you for nothing for real on the real you should be calling them so yeah stay woke y'all because these scammers are getting worse and worse but not what's not worse is that I'm on vacation next week and I'll try to chit chat with y'all I'll try to see what I can do. I'll definitely be on here being nosy with these story times. But until then, toodles and you guys have an amazing weekend.